we talking about annexation today? The are annexation we talking post debate today? Poor Puerto Rico. <laughs> post debate. We should do. We should do a little <laughs> spiff on that. Anyway, guys and gals, today on My Town Hustle, we're gonna chat annexation. Stay tuned. Welcome to My Town Hustle, where we take an in-depth look at the people, policies, and processes that make small towns work. Focusing on trends in urbanism and creative economies, My Town Hustle explores the ideas that make our community special. So sit back and enjoy the show. Hey everybody, welcome to My Town Hustle. Today's episode is going to be about annexation. Mm. Not to be confused mm. with the annexation of Puerto Rico. No. That's Great a good, 90s movie, Little, Little Giants. Giants. <laughs> I heard that's box. a very effective play. Yeah. <laughs> Ed O'Neill. Was yeah. it Rick Moranis was in there? Yeah, man. Icebox. Icebox, baby. Becky. Who was the yeah. name of the other kid where his dad's like, every night? I massage vitamin D milk into his calves. Yeah. Um, goodness. I, don't, I can't I don't think of that. We have the name. DVD. So, yeah, but it was it. it was a total like, uh, who did Bo Jackson run over? Brian Bosworth. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. totally what that scene was about. Yeah. Anywho, nobody cares about how old we are. Um, <laughs> so, let's talk about annexation. Yeah. Um, I'm Jared Perry. For those of you who haven't listened to the last, I don't know how many episodes. 14. I'm here, 14 episodes. Mm-hmm. I got Sam Tootin of Sixmo City Services. What's going on? And I've got Mr. Brett Alfin, the Yoda of all things government. Hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. Hey, hey everybody. Um, so, Sam, why don't you give me a 10,000-foot view of annexation? Specifically, we're talking about if a city or village has you know a parcel kind of next to them or adjacent yeah. to them contiguous yes. touching etc uh and they would want to bring that parcel or lot of parcels into the incorporation of the city or, or village yeah um there's a lot of reasons why individual property owners would want to be annexed but it is just it's the only kind of legal process for a city to grow um it does have to grow obviously contiguous there's different ways different states ohio especially um on how you can kind of a expedite the process but also to you know be able to pull the majority you know and and kind of exclude some people especially if you have a a large uh, coalition of people who want to be in this particular village or city, whatever they're, you know, abutted up to. Uh, but So it, instead of like a continuous map, this, you know, we're going to go from the our westmost border and we're just going to, you know, offset yeah. 20 miles and we're going to bring that giant chunk of land in. Yeah. But you're saying you can actually draw that a zigzag line and exclude some people if you don't want to well if you, they don't want to be in it etc so you can it um you can on how you, if you want to pull just one or two particular people but again if you have a group of people so let's say i'm not necessarily contiguous next to the city but jared perry uh, is and let's say brett often is uh right next to me too me and him, we want to go in on it. We want to get close to the city, but you are directly in, in our path. 
we could probably do it by majority because we would be the majority. We would. And so you take me along for yep, the ride. Taking taking you along. Gotcha. Against wanna, my will. Against your will. Well, okay. and, and on that point, Jared, I want to say this for the My Town Hustle listeners. Please understand this. Listen closely. Annexation and eminent domain are not the same thing. Yes. These are absolutely, unequivocally not the same thing. Yeah. Please be very clear about that. So hmm. annexation, eminent domain, not yeah. the same. Google yeah. it. Google it. Yes. <laughs> Critical to know yeah. at the onset. Yes. Perfect. Eminent now, domain, we are taking your property for public use, whether you like it or not. Yeah. And you won't own it anymore. Correct. Yeah. Annexation mm-hmm. is, we want to add you to our community for some reason, which mm-hmm. we'll get into. Yeah. Um, and you, there are outs. There are ways to stop it if you want to. Unlike mm-hmm. eminent domains, many times it's, it's once it's, it's rolling, you really can't stop it. So, yeah. so please understand those things are not the same. Yeah. Critical to know. Yeah. Perfect. So, yeah. Brett, with that, why would let's let's play both sides of this coin? Why would a property owner outside of a city? Why would they want to be annexed? Most of the time, when somebody wants to be annexed, it's typically because they want to access a service mm-hmm. from that community or that city. Like sewer, they want sewer fire. service. Correct. They okay. would like public water. Right. They would like uh, local police, fire coverage, those kinds of things. Um, So those would be reasons uh, that you would want to be annexed. And um, it all comes with a cost, right? This is a heavy tax implication um, are related to these moves. So there are implications for the township that you would be coming out of. You know, their property property tax implications, potential income tax implications. So, yeah. um, but typically if somebody wants to be annexed, it's to access one of those services. Okay, so perfect segue then. Let's talk about the opposite of that. What if somebody doesn't, why would somebody not want to be? And I'm going to assume you're going to say taxes and yes. added yeah. expenses. Yeah, I think that's the main, I think the main reason people cite for why they don't want to yeah. be annexed into any community is because they don't want to yeah. pay those additional taxes. Or if there's utility fees or stormwater fees or other other usage fees that communities levy on residents they don't want to be part of that that would be a reason why yeah gotcha um okay so i guess another good example too is for them to want um is 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 infrastructure on even streets sure so if they are on a county road for example and it is bad and you're in a county, especially these royal counties, where it's just not going to get fixed for a while. You know, mm-hmm. it's just not in the budget. Yep. They're going to, you know, pull almost, in some examples, be able to grab their property by including the street. So you as a property owner singly uh, want to go in and you're selling it to the city or village. Like, hey, you can get me if you take this road and you come up and you grab my little parcel you know, the city or village should be looking at it going, yeah, that means that street becomes, you know, yes. ours. And yep. we know the shape it's in. Sure. Because those standards weren't our standards yep. when it was made. Yep. And that that is a challenge. You know, it, if and if anything, the city then should say, okay, if, if that's the case and we were to go after this, can you get more property owners on board? Sure. You know, is the tax base going to be beneficial to include you? Yep. Uh, because we know eventually, you're, once you get annexed, you're going to be calling and asking to fix the road, right? Right. As That's they should. As they should. Yeah. As they should. Yeah. So, 
let's let's maybe does does a city we're we're we're, we're kind of talking about outside folks petitioning to become annexed yeah is there another lever that this let's say the city or village has at their disposal that they can pull to say oh, we want that parcel sure. or a lot of parcels to become a part of our community. Yeah. And I yeah. think, and Sam, I'd be, I'd be curious to see what your experience was in Parkersburg, but my experience in rural communities in Southeastern Ohio is uh, villages, especially because we don't have that many cities, but mostly villages. I've seen some village annex properties that were really yet to be populated Yeah, because they knew there was a developer that wanted to develop some new housing or a new, uh, you know, retail development. Mm-hmm. And so, it's easier to annex then because as you can see in the definitions we have in front of us, most of the times you have to have 51% of the people that live there petition or yeah. assign to agree to the annexation. Yeah. If there's nobody living there yet, yeah. it, that process is a lot easier. So Jared, to your point, if the community knows that there's going to be development there and they want to capitalize on that development through additional sales tax or additional property tax or any of those things, yeah. they might annex that area. Um, the, the upside for the developer could be like Sam's saying, you get all the support of the community, right? You yeah. get the fire support, you get the utility support, you get the security support. So there's benefits. But my experience has been when communities, rural communities annex, they're doing it on the front end before an investment or a development starts. Yeah. It's it's not typically because they want to take in some folks that are on the edge. Yeah. Sometimes, but rarely ever. Mostly it's on the front end of an investment. And gotcha. Investment. Yeah. Gotcha. I would, I would say in my experience, at least, especially with Parkersburg, there's... We always had in any case I ever dealt with annexation. It was it was purely individual based. It wasn't large, and it was because there was an issue in terms sure. of of service, yeah. um, especially infrastructure, so the roads. So it was those people coming because you got to think too. At least in a, a city like the city of Parksburg, thirty thousand people, and there are pockets on the outskirts of town that had a few properties in the city mm-hmm. on the same street. Some weren't, but if you were and I wasn't, but I still call nine one one, more than likely the city part like they were going to come to you. Sure. So even in that regard, they're not. It's to to sell it as a, a point of a city to say, you know, we can give you fire, but if you're so close and you call nine one one anyway, and they're the closest, they're gonna they're gonna come to you. It's sort of like a Hippocratic oath for public safety. Yeah, like for doctors and nurses, <laughs> right. same thing. No. We won't let you burn up, Sam. Yeah. We will come help you. It's but. true. Yeah, like yeah, you're yeah. not gonna be like, ah, you guys aren't in the city, so. Uh, you're just beyond our reach. Yeah. You're going to have to wait for the volunteer fire department to get uh, <laughs> get out there for you. So, um, and and a city like that is not as royal as probably your experience. Sure. So, you know, there's limited. Plus, they've kind of already been beaten to the punch uh, in any sprawl uh, with their neighboring community of Vienna right there on them. It's just, you know, that's, you know, the main kind of commercial corridor in Parkersburg is and where the mall is and all this other stuff is not, not not in the city well and it's interesting sam you could go back and look at the history of marietta and i have to i have to see if i can find this and maybe we can link it in the show notes but yeah. i've seen a map that showed like the progression of what like marietta as originally established Ooh. and how it grew i would love over to see the years yeah. it actually started that. out um you know very square like yeah. just kind of around the confluence area and then obviously it grew into if you're not familiar with marietta i would describe it as a crab yeah. kind of looks like a crab now mm. um and that, and that's because of 
I think it's targeted annexation that's taken place over decades. Yeah, uh, as what's led to that. So it's mm-hmm. there is a progression you can follow, and I'm sure every. Community Would you argue like, targeted non-annexation as well? Yes, <laughs> around certain. I mean, and that's. I don't think that's taboo. There are certain uh, locations where industry is yep. that these folks don't want to be annexed. Sure. Yeah. And our, if you look at our zoning map, that's a great way to look at it. I yep. want to get into zoning uh, on this topic as well, but I mean, it looks like there's just somebody punched a hole through a map. It's like, what happened there? That fell out into the abyss. Well, yeah. They didn't want to be annexed, so... Well, the interesting thing is if you read the manual that the County Commissioners Association of Ohio has, it Mm -hmm. says in there specifically that when you annex, you cannot create what I would call an island. So a place inside of the the incorporated municipal boundary that is not part of the corporation. Yeah. You can't create that. When was that created? So there's been a lot of revisions to annexation law over the years. The most recent one that I was finding was 2001. Okay. Kind of at the tip, and uh, with Bob Taft, with Governor Bob Taft, a lot of that took place, and I think there's been some further refinements since then. Uh, don't at me if I'm wrong, but I, th- <laughs> I believe that's the I believe that's the case. Support yeah. townhustle.com. Uh, <laughs> but it's changed a lot. It's it's evolved over the years. Okay. Hmm. Um. So segue into zones. 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 Uh, um, so so talk to me about. Uh, the, another advantage to being annexed would be zoning, right? And uh, just from dealing here locally with, you know, some construction projects, um, zoning in Marietta versus zoning in a township is completely different. Uh, what you can build... If your township has it, even too. If your township has it, yeah. right? Uh, the one I'm thinking of here locally does. Yeah. And they'll tell you what you can build, what you cannot build, and they will enforce it. Yeah. They if somebody built something that I live there. doesn't comply, <laughs> yeah. I know you do. <laughs> so I mean they'll they'll make somebody tear it down or tear half of it yeah. down. Yeah. Um so would you would you guys I guess, you know, one of you pick the pro, one of you, you know, pick the con. What what are the pros of you know, dealing with say a I don't want. I'm gonna. I'm going to call a city government more sophisticated than a township. Yeah. Sure. Style or, or city sure. zoning yeah. more sophisticated. But what are the pros in dealing with a more sophisticated uh, style of of zoning versus a more unsophisticated style of zoning? Well, first, I think it's important to say that the the area of southeastern Ohio that we're in, there's very, in my opinion, Sam, there's very little non-municipal zoning. Yeah. Other than the specific area we're referring to here. Yeah. Um. Again, my experience is really only municipalities, cities, and villages in South rural southeastern Ohio have zoning. Yeah. Not very many townships do yeah. at all, yeah. which is unusual because many other places in the state of Ohio and other more populated places, townships hmm. have zoning. Yeah. And so that's just an, an unusual fact, I think, for our rural community. I'm not saying right. it's good or bad. It's just different than other places. Right. True. And I'd almost say that, that this area, which I live in, has had zoning for a very long time. Sure. So you could almost even say it's more sophisticated than Marietta zoning in terms of, of requirements, uh, upholding, you know, those mm-hmm. requirements and enforcing it um, because it's been so long. I mean, th- this community has a sign next to their court limit that says a zone community. They want <laughs> you to know when you yeah. drive in it oh. that it is a zone community. I have not seen that. It's a terrible sign. I hate it. <laughs> but... That the it's on it's on my say obviously but you know it's 
it's it's good and bad because it, I obviously advocate for zoning, but I obviously advocate like when you buy property, you should know what zone you're in. Sure. So it's kind of nice, right. I guess, when you drive in that it tells you right there. But um, townships, at least in a con, would be you know they're going to lose any type of economic growth, you know, obviously in there, um, and it's going to be little that style of government, you know, if they're going to keep, if they lose uh, tax base, they lose property, they lose their size of actually who can, who can say what and do whatever. So I mean, it's probably mainly geared more towards if you are a zoned township. Yeah. Probably more towards a land use management style mm-hmm. where look here, yeah. we want strictly residential. Yeah. And if we are going to have any yeah. commercial, it's going to be along this drag and that's it. Yeah. The township I live in, I would say, is very forward-thinking in that regard to have zoning, to implement it, to enforce it, and then to really kind of always evolve and change. I mean, they're they're always they're they make changes a good amount, and they will make it difficult to do the very simplest of things. We always talk about fen- I always talk about fence, but the fence permit and where <laughs> I live is outrageous. Sam loves those fences per <laughs> linear foot. It's going to cost me like 500 bucks to put a fence up in my backyard. More than the cost of the fence? Yeah. <laughs> just, just, just to get the permit. Yeah. And, but there's, but I also don't hate that. Uh, but, you know, they, uh, that builds, I think, the township a lot stronger. Sure. They are, they are housed in this community too, in, in terms of the township. So they kind of take ownership of that. So if that were to ever be lost in a township, they would, it, it would it would hurt them. So that so there's five different types of annexation in Ohio. There's five different types. Bring and them. Bring them. The, and, and so um, they're called and, and these are very creative names, incredible names. Perfect. Okay, regular annexation. There we go. Mm. Expedited type one. <laughs> expedited type two. Expedited type three, and then annexation by petition of a municipality for a municipal county or state-owned land property. This, yeah. some engineer created those names. But I'm yeah. saying, but I'm, yeah. Very direct. But I'm bringing that up <laughs> to say this. I don't really care about the types. What I will say to Sam's point is there is one of those types where you can annex property, but it remains in the township for tax purposes. Mm, okay, yeah. so basically we want all the services of Correct. the city. Yep. So how does that work then? Do you pay a premium for those services so say like if you've got water or sewer you're gonna your bill is going to be a little higher than what people in the normal city or village is going to be i don't know the exact answer to that but what i've heard and sam maybe you know the answer i've always heard that you cannot charge varying rates to customers based on their location I don't know if that's true or not. I actually had a city that council. Is, yeah. I, I don't like that rule. I actually had a city yeah. council person say that because I think, you know, there is an issue in our community with providing services outside of a municipal boundary. And one of the common refrains amongst the citizenry is they should be paying more mm-hmm. because they're not paying our income tax. They're not paying 100%. other things. Yeah. And the response I got from this city council person was we can't charge them a different rate. Again, I don't know. I haven't dug into the trueness of that, but... That was the refrain I got from this representative. You don't have yeah. to charge him a different rate. You just charge him a fee. Sure. You're you're yeah. going to pay X amount for, you know, how many cubic feet of water that you take in. Yeah. But you're also going to get this surcharge fee. Um, gosh, what's it called? They do it all like an excise tax, you know, but sure. not not a tax. It's just a surcharge fee yeah. because. 
everybody here, you know, I'm going to say here, but in your example, everybody inside of, let's say, Marietta is footing the bill for wastewater treatment plant upgrades, uh, the actual extension itself. Sure. Right. We're paying for all of that. Yep. And then we have to continue to pay on it while also paying for people to maintain it, to work at the wastewater treatment plant, yeah. you know, to do all of these things. But then you people on the outside can just pay for a water bill. Yeah. That doesn't make any sense at all. I'm assuming the only benefit outside of the center, like citizens viewpoint, if you're working for a government would be, you know, if you offer water, you're, you're in the business right then of selling water. So does it, do you care? You know, it, do you actually care that you, a citizen, is is paying the same and that person outside the city is paying? Because, again, I'm in the business of selling water. And if we can get more people, or we can get more people on our taking our water or even sewer. Right, but we the, get more people ta- taking in their sewer. I totally get that. Yeah. But here's the thing. The water department is a part of the city. I agree. They get yeah. their budget from... The yeah. city. So yeah. the city, if it runs out of money, yeah. it says, hey, citizens, I need more money. I'm going to raise your taxes. Brett just dropped his... <laughs> I just Brett's Sorry, jaw folks. just hit Dude, the floor. Jokes. Sorry. For, yeah, I'm, sh- I'm <laughs> shocked <laughs> by this. I do want to take a brief moment to interrupt everything and tell the viewers we are in our brand new podcast studio. Yeah. yeah. I will post pictures yeah. tomorrow or... We are recording the day before. I'm. We're, we're going to release this episode. Yeah, it's uh, the late night. It's not yeah. the early a.m. <laughs> so, like we we uh, normally do. Because we had some construction here, so you'll see some pictures. So uh, we are learning our hands and feet and where we're going. So Literally, we will we will let that slide, Brett. Thank <laughs> this you. one time. Thank this you. one time. <laughs> um, but yeah, but, I mean, the 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 city needs more money. Yeah, they're going to say, "Hey, citizens, I need more money." Yeah. We just did that pretty recently. Yeah. Now this. This instance was for fire. Yeah. Right? That was an upgrade for fire. Yeah. But if our fire trucks were running over the place, then I would expect if we if our trucks have to go outside of our city limits to service somebody, sure. then that township or whatever, yeah, it's got to be a higher fee. Yep. Mm-hmm. Because our budgets are going to go up. We're going to expend more dollars. I don't care if the the... The unit that the water department is selling is a cubic uh, foot of water. Yeah, they still have to operate in their budget, and they still need to break even, you yeah. know, if you will, at the end of the year. And if they don't, they need to transfer. Look so at Marietta's so balance sheets; yeah. they're just it's just transfer, 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 transfer. Well, it's Jared's point. Yeah. I think the what we're describing is for good, bad, or indifferent. Marietta in our community, for some reason, we've done it backwards. Yeah. So usually you annex first and then provide the service. Yeah. What we've done here is we've went ahead and provided the service Mm -hmm. without any type of annexation. And then we've already given them the benefit without, you know, the, the, the payback. And so why would they ever, why would anybody ever want to be annexed? Because we've already given them the good. Right. So I just think we've done it. Back, I'm sure there was a reason. I'm sure it, listeners well, are is, going, "Why is it? Is it the desper- Why would you is it desperation to to have that? Is it short, so short sighted, and so you can get that quick fix of of selling the product of of, of something like I, water? I think this particular instance boiled down to bad math. Yeah, somebody thought, 
that generating revenue was as simple as selling a cubic foot of water. Yeah. Well, if we get this X more people on the roll of buying this service, then month after month, this will make, you know, money back. Yeah. But that's, that's, that's not ever how things work. Yeah. Ever. So, and, and the added maintenance well, costs, as soon as you build something, as yeah. soon as it is new, yeah. you can depreciate it, which, yeah. and you can depreciate it. Why? Because it starts deteriorating. Yeah. Right. Well, here's an example. The, in the area I live, right before you get there, there's some commercial property. There's a restaurant. That restaurant is on uh, City of Mario Sewer, but also it is under the health department of the city of Marietta. At least it wasn't at the time. I know they've merged with a, a nearby city, but in order for their grease traps, everything else, like in their inspections, the city comes out and looks at it. So here's a small business restaurant having to go through the rigmarole of a, a city department of, of health and uh, inspections and requirements and whatever, but yet they have no, you know, no say, but also at the same time, they're granted they're not may, maybe paying taxes toward the city. But what what so this is that more beneficial for the city to pay and their annual whatever it would cost them permitting and the time for their inspector to come out versus the the taxes that that would generate. You know, it just it's it's it blows my mind that that's what yeah. they would want to waste their time on. Um, and of course, I don't know the whole history of of that, but you know that area that I live in obviously is, has a sewer issue that we're going to get from the city of Marietta. But we won't be, you know, those rates or anybody that would vote to increase those rates and moving forward would infect uh, affect me. But you know, I can't I can't elect those uh, officials yeah. at all. So that's a that would vote on that. Your your community is a great example. I, I've been told that. Um, if a if a sewer line was ran there, mm-hmm. that this community wouldn't be annexed, mm-hmm. but people would have to pay for the tap, which yeah. for per household you're looking at seven to eight grand out of pocket. Yeah. You pay for the tap, so you you put on all of those houses. You're going to make a large chunk of change back. Yeah. Are you going to make ten plus fifteen million dollars, which is going to take, if not more? To run that line, no, but you will make a good chunk of change back, and then and when they pay for however many cubic feet for thirty some years, you might break even. Yeah. Right. Right. Assuming nothing goes wrong. Yeah. In thirty years. Yeah. Oh, and it's important also to know that all of this was predicated on a on a there's a signed agreement that mm. we would all share this service, and that was kind of what. St- you know, started a lot of this ball rolling. It wasn't for nothing. It wasn't, mm, yeah. it wasn't, uh, just willy nilly. I mean, there was an agreement, there is an agreement between the County and the city to provide these services in these areas. So it was a mandate by the EPA, right? Well, it, it, it is now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it is now. I mean, yeah. there was findings and orders for, uh, nitrates and other, yeah. uh, other infiltrating factors out there. And so, um, mm. yeah, Mm. There's, there's much, there's much more to say. I don't know okay. how much you want yeah. to leave in there. There's, um, there's a lot of, there's a lot to say in that. Well, let's that. let's give some uh, something for people that uh, aren't living in Marietta to yeah. sink sink yeah. their teeth into. 
Um, but it, it is a great example of a big community that's getting offered a service that's provided by the city. Sure. Whether, without being re- annexed. W- without sure. being annexed. Whether there is an agreement. I mean, there's in that agreement, it says that the default, like this area won't be annexed in, um, you know, as, as stipulation in the agreement. So um, does yeah. Marietta have the right to annex them if they want it? I don't see. I don't see why not. But yeah. I, I, Could they I would make I, it happen. I would, but is that Red bef- shaking his head? No. Well, is that before the agreement? I don't think they could because it's not contiguous. Okay. If it was contiguous to True. Marietta, yeah. Because there's well, all, is, stop eight twenty one. That's like right at Green. Yeah, before Greenleaf. 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 I mean, just take well, it all. Keep, well, keep in mind that Devola is not an incorporated community, so there's no real yeah boundary. It's just colloquially what we know is like when houses start. Yeah. Okay. Right. So it's there's named no, after there, a family. Yeah. There's no defined boundary for Devola. Yeah. It, it's a it's a census defined place. Yeah. Which is not the same as a municipality. Correct. So there is some kind of a boundary, but that's not like a legal. In my mind, that's not like a legal boundary. Yeah. If that community was abutting the city of Marietta and shared a border. Yeah. Of some significance, I think there's a. I was reading through these uh, different annexation types. One of them is like. And I'm never going to get it right, so please also don't at me about this. But it's like if you you have to share a boundary of up to five percent of the perimeter of the original community yeah. in order to annex. Yeah. So if they so Jared to answer your question, if they were directly abutting the Marietta, mm-hmm. they could they could at least initiate the annexation process. Okay. The fact that they're out there and they're not contiguous to Marietta, I don't think there's a way that you could ever actually annex unless they annexed everything between the western border, the northwestern border of Marietta, all the way out that way. Okay. And I think that's just highly unlikely. Mm, yeah. I, okay. I would, I'll say this. I would say probably Reno is closer in proximity to being a target for annexation than Dabola would be, just okay. based on location. Okay. I'm not saying that that would ever happen, but if you're just looking at like the proximity question yeah. of it, yeah. that's probably way more likely than Dabola. Yeah. Okay. That's a lot of inside baseball for Southeast yeah. Ohio. Thanks for tuning in. <laughs> Basically, Dabola is northwest, Reno is northeast. Give you a map. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Two o'clock. Now you know all 10 the names. You can Google it. <laughs> um, okay. So I'm looking at uh, residents of an unincorporated township, and they're considering annexing the properties for a nearby city. And they can do this. If a project, there's like three ways, but this, uh, this I, I found was interesting. If there's a non-residential economic development project, they may file a petition seeking annexation, but it's got to be bigger than ten million bucks, and it's got to have a million dollars of payroll netting afterwards. Once afterwards, the is yeah, done. yeah. Okay, I'll be, I'll be is honest. Is that is that? And I'm I'm using the sewer example here. Yeah. Is that payroll from an economic development, like whatever business you're putting in yeah. there yeah. or a service that you're providing from whatever business is going to okay. settle in there, whatever okay. investment you're going to realize based on this provision of utility or on those properties is what would be count. And I'll be honest with you of those types of annexation in my experience, I've never seen, I've really never seen those. I only ever see yeah. the typical annexation. And by typical, I also mean we're going to annex this area ahead of time because we know there's going to be a development here. Okay. I, I've never in my 20 years seen like a contested annexation yeah. in rural Ohio. Okay. I'm not saying it doesn't happen. It's just, I've never seen one. Right I mean, have you seen any of that in no. West Virginia or other places? Yeah. Nope. Yeah. I think nope. a lot of these Jared are for places. It's just, it's interesting. Think about places where there are more municipalities in close proximity. Yeah. 
not abutting, but in close proximity. And so there's almost like a competition for those unincorporated areas to come into one or the other of those communities. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And as I read these, yeah. to me, that's refereeing the contest between those communities in yeah. my reading. So yeah. um, I don't see a lot of those contested ways. I see the very standard annexation yeah. in my experience. Well, I think I think I'm ready to shut this thing down, close it down. Um, do you guys got any? We didn't, we didn't, we got all the way through this without a hot take. You got any hot takes? Um, hot take. Let me think about it. Talk hot to Sanford. Hot. Hot. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Sam. Do you got anything else you want to add to annexation I, that you think people should, you know, I educate think, themselves? I on? think as a, if you work for a city, you're in local government. You should obviously be looking and force, you know, and planning and, and, and checking your boundaries because it's sure. it, like somewhere like Columbus, for example, you know, where you have all these other communities and they're literally fighting for all the incor- unincorporated yes. areas that Brett's saying, you know, they're, they're, you're going to hit a threshold. Uh, but any other smaller community, especially one like Marriott, that's 15,000, you know, or less um, and you have a decent size economic base. You should be looking for growth. Um, I feel like you know, it's a growth mechanism. It is. I, I, I mean, I 100%. feel like if you are going to, whether it be even residential, yeah. It it seems to me like if you are, if you're a new mayor mm-hmm. or if you're a new council member or you're just starting a comprehensive plan or something like that, mm-hmm. and you're trying to plot out the next ten to twenty years, yeah. How do we make this a place where people want to live? Yeah. Having having a yeah. nice place to live is one of those things. Yeah. Not having dilapidated old housing stock from the eighteen fifties yeah. through the early nineteen hundreds. Yeah. Um, doesn't attract a lot of doesn't. what I call uh, people who are starting families yeah. today. Yeah. Right. Um, a lot of more senior adults have a lot more, you know, nostalgia about the homes you know, of, of our vintage. So having, having a place or a, a smaller community, I think that's why Devola, yeah. quite frankly, and Reno do so well. Yeah. They're relatively younger communities. I'd love to know the demographics on, on that. If we could ever had stats, um, for that yeah. as compared yeah. to Marietta, but I, I know a lot of people who work remotely that are around my age that live in Devola. Um, and remotely being, uh, from Parkersburg because Parkersburg is home to a big federal agency. Hmm. And that's and that's where they work, but I think I, I'm a little more cold. Where I think a city should, you know, advocate and and smart smart for, you know, smartly look after areas that c- can be gr- uh, grown or developed. But you know, when a community like in my example of Devola, you know, if if I was a city, you know, I'd almost I, if I was I'd almost be like, yeah, you know, you deal with your problem. Because, you know, if you if we want to help you, you become part of us. I don't think there's anything wrong with a city wanting to grow and acquire that. Sure. Because I just I just don't. I agree. But I like what you're saying. I I agree with what you're saying. Yeah. If if there are people in another neighboring township that could be annexed, but they're like, Hey, we'd really like to have water and sewer. Yeah. That's the annexation, that's the way. Yeah. Outside of that, the answer is not no. no, but you know what no. Yeah. 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 And 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 it just it's it just gets to that because it's the only mechanism for you to grow as a city. So 
use it and just, you know, and, but also know your capacity and know the fairness because even this topic of, uh, people being upset because someone outside is paying the same price that you are, you know, take that into account too, you know, cause you have a, a, a job and a right, um, an obligation to protect the citizens that you have and, and to, mm-hmm. to think and, of them and first. And they're not paying the same thing. Yeah, they're not. They're not. Yeah. You, I they're, mean, they're. if you got sewer where you live yeah. and you paid the same water bill, yeah, you're not paying the income tax. Yeah. I mean, you're, it's not the same bill. Yeah. When you offer that outside and you're not next in, you're giving them every opportunity to move outside of the city because eh, I can still get it, you yeah. know? And there was a, uh, one of our buddies, we're going to have him on the show at some point, um, who was previously a Port Authority director here. He had, you know, kind of an idea that you just draw a kind of a map around the perimeter of the city and then you offset essentially like uh, markup rings. Sure. Right. Mm-hmm. If you offset, you know, uh, one mile, you know, that's a 1.5 factor. Mm-hmm. Two miles uh, is a, and I'm using these, it could be 500 feet, it could be 1,000 feet, whatever, mm-hmm. but there are just rings that go up 1.5, 2, 2.5, mm-hmm. 3. And that is essentially your, uh, your multiplication factor for your surcharge fee. You're going to, you can pay for the service, but we're going to have to run so much line yep. out there to get it. Now we got to maintain it. So you're going to pay this. Now you get it gets you around the taxes. Yeah. But it also your citizen. You it. The department now becomes a profit center, mm-hmm. which I think was the original intent of our city in I doing think, that. I think you're right. Yeah. But if you're just using the same exact dollars, it will never add up. Agreed. So What's my, your hot take? So my hot take. <laughs> my hot take. This is also thanks to our friend Andy and numerous conversations over the last two or three years. Um, I think you're going to see, I think you're much more likely to see the opposite of annexation in the communities that we live in. Mm-hmm. Consolidation. Because um, as we are talking about earlier, and I think Sam is making this point, when you annex somebody and you're going to provide all those services, you have to enforce policies you, you have to yeah. actually do it yeah and that comes with a cost and True. correct me if i'm wrong most of our communities are not in the place to be expanding costs right now True. If anything, they're going in the other direction. So I don't even know how that would work, but I could visualize a scenario where communities start getting smaller and divesting of certain areas. Now, unfortunately I'm saying that like it's easy. There's no way to, uh, there's no, a logical way to like uninstall water or uninstall yeah. suit. Right. So yeah. you're going to end up in this, this weird scenario if, if that, but I just think mm-hmm. the trending of where we are is most places aren't going to do annexation right now yes. because of the increased costs that come along with administering yeah. everything that goes, you're going to have to provide in those areas. What? So my, my question on that hot take is I would, I would like to know the statistics of whether or not the people that live in the townships and the places outside that we would annex here in Marietta. Sure. The Renos and uh, Devolas. I would argue their median income is probably double that of Marietta. Yeah, I don't think that's a stretch. Yeah. Okay. So 
if you annexed them, one uh, you're you're picking up all the fees for the water, the sewer, mm-hmm. all of that. But the proportionate difference that you would bring home an income tax, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's actually if you're doubling your median income. Mm-hmm then you're doubling your tax revenue. So let me devil's advocate yeah. for you as the private sector guy. Because mm-hmm. I know from our conversations, it's like, right, private sector will find a way. So mm-hmm. we do this annexation. And then what happens is in 30 years, we have Reno the second on the edge of the newly annexed area because we've just moved yeah. out. We've moved just outside that boundary. Mm-hmm. We've started a new little enclave there yeah. because we want to avoid it. Yeah. And so... I, yeah. it, it becomes this like chicken and egg thing, right? We're, yeah. just, cha- we're just chasing it. I, I don't, it's, it's like hungry, hungry hippo, right? We're trying to catch all the marbles. Yeah. And I don't think you ever, there's always going to be one that's just outside yeah. your little hippo reach. I don't know no. that that's true. Yeah. I'm devil's advocate. Yeah. So idea. I don't think that's true because there's been significant studies done in quality of life yes. for how long people want to spend in the car. Sure. Um, for example, driving, we'll drive yeah. to St. Mary's, uh, which is a town, just town down the road in yeah. West Virginia. Yeah. Uh, what is it? Like, it's a, it's a decent 25 drive. Minutes, 25 minutes? Yeah. 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 We go, we take that drive. I would never drive there for anything else other than, you know, once every other weekend to go take the kids to the, the pool there. Shout out to the station pizza. Yeah. Mm, yeah. That's the only reason why we go there. <laughs> I have it when I'm there. And yeah. the, the uh, ice cream shop. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, anywho, sidebar, but people aren't going to drive that far. I mean, think about if you're in Marietta, how often do you drive to Parkersburg to go out to dinner? Or if you're in, um, if you're, let's say you're in Devola, how, how, how often are you going to Parkersburg once once a week, I once a answer, month. I can answer that. If I could not go to Parkersburg any time, I would. I prefer not to. <laughs> it's just cold it's, bloody. <laughs> <you know? laughs> it's it's just because I. It's the drive. I just don't want to. It's, I just don't want to drive. There's no great 20, way to get there. Minutes. Yeah, going out seven yeah. through Belpre is yeah. you know, kind of a blah drive. Yeah, and going through Vienna is. Eh, yeah, you know. Yeah. So my point is. And I say this to, to other folks who have these ideas like, oh, we're going to put a big old plan out here and yada, yada, and that's going to bring so many jobs. No, it's not. Because at the end of the day, people aren't going to travel that far. They'll come to town when it's time to go to town and get stuff, get your get your rations. But <laughs> outside of that, they're not coming here. So I think there's, I do think there, although I, I get the hungry hippo part, I think there's there's a there's a tipping point sure. where you've obtained 80% yeah. Yeah, I agree. of of everything you're going to get and we've been building on this land yes. for 200 plus years yeah. and Reno has been around forever uh Devola's been around forever uh, almost I would say as long based on what it, who it's named after right yeah as Marietta yeah so i i think that's as far as as we would go here locally yeah. see i i but i I think there's a service that I'd like to know statistics on that I think would end a lot of unincorporated suburbs. And to me, and I don't know what it is, I'm just speculating, but fire departments, volunteer fire departments, I would love to know how many people are actively wanting to be a part of that. 
do you, you know, what is the threshold of how much your local department a has staff wise mm -hmm. response times to where you're just like, yeah, if I'm in trouble out here, I'm in trouble. I don't know what that would be, but like I live in Davola, there's a volunteer fire department a mile away from my house. I can hear the sirens, you know, they're, they're very uh, equipped. They're quick, but does that ever end? I don't know. You know, that's, that is the one thing for me because we have the County Sheriff's department. So I'm, police, I'm never worried about. My wife is accidentally called 911 and they were like there like in mm -hmm. no time. And, but fire ambulance, everything like that would be, that, that to me would be the crippling end. Yeah. Uh, because you're talking, I'm, I'm, I have no interest to, to do that. Yeah. Um, so, you know, yeah. it, it, wh what does it take for someone to do that? And that, to me, that's the only service I can see where people would be like, yeah, I, I you know, I don't want to be too far away from that. Yeah. Police would be kind of lower on that threshold, but I think, I think, so. I think you're going to get death. into the, the, the further you get out uh, and this may be stereotyping, but I'm stereotyping myself cause it's where I grew up. Um, the more belief in the second amendment, just like, go ahead. Yeah. I, I don't have a security alarm. This is Smith and Wesson is guarding this house. Yeah. Um, yeah. And at, to their, yeah. to their point, how big is this County? Square mileage wise. I think it's like 600 square miles. Yeah. Yeah. It's the fourth largest Four. in the state. So to size, what? Yeah. 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 To drive for a sheriff to drive to a home. To take care of something, uh, if if there is an issue, mm -hmm. it's it's the response time is way too far, yeah. way too long, and the roads are hilly and curvy. Yeah. You know to get to some of them. And I would I would probably argue to get out to Reno. Yeah, based on where the sheriff's office is and who's you know where they're at, you could be waiting at a pretty long response time. Yeah, it, it's you need to act. Yeah. But my, my and my question would be the the uh, trend and uh, average age and obviously average income of where we are in terms of plant uh, sprawl and planning of who lives out there. You know, does it really does it die alone on uh, our millennial age people? You know, who want to live back to the city and it is older people who are demanding these type of services that aren't getting it. And they're going to obviously look to get closer to that as well. Yes. So they die or obviously again, they're asking for, we mm. need, I need, I need to be able to, you know, call the ambulance if I fall down or life alert needs to be able to get someone here right. ASAP. At least in terms of pockets of suburb development, I think outside like Royal, like when you get really too far, the, the, those people are embedded. They're not like that, that. That's their home. They've been there forever. It doesn't matter. But and I chose to live there with my wife because we like it and it was a good deal. And, you know, I've mm -hmm. come to love it, but uh, I'd, I'd rather be in a city. I'd rather be in, if I had to choose a legitimate, have an op option, I would choose inside live in the, the city. city. Yeah, and, and I think to yeah. the point you're making without saying, Jer uh, you're, you're Jared, yeah. you're Sam, yeah. right over there. Yeah. The point you're making, Sam, without really saying it is yeah. as important as that fire service is and security is, yeah. what you're saying is the hospital. Yeah. Is as important as a magnet for folks True. to be close to as anything. Yeah. Really. And so and I think we may I think we probably underestimate how important that is because I can tell you that, you know, a lot of Appalachian Ohio, if not all of it, is medically underserved by medical professionals of all types. And yeah. so 
we're really fortunate to have that hospital and other places are they're they're trying to how do i get an emergency room so i can at least get stabilized before i go to cambridge or before i go to marietta or whatever yeah Mm -hmm. um so that's an important factor too yeah so agreed okay well i can't see the time limit on this puppy because i forgot to turn my head the other way and uh the computer slept on me i think we are going to uh to shut this down um who should they talk to? Who should folks talk to if they want to learn more about annexation? I'm going to well, assume city council. City council, folks. but also you have to understand a lot of these. Um, you know, you if you petition to be um, in into a city, there's a procedure there. But you also then have to go to your township, your county. You know, they also have to approve it too. Um, so both, um, or even three. You know, township, county, city. But if you're looking, whatever you're looking to go into, you need to talk to them first There's because a, you need to you need to figure out if you can even do it. You're right. So yeah. we will link this in the show notes. There's a 200 page guide yeah. to annexation for county commissioners by the County Commissioners Association of Ohio. Shout out to them. Nice. Um, but can, commissioners are often at the center of that. They're at the center yeah. of that as well. So we'll link that in the show notes. Um, and it's got it goes into detail on all the five types of annexation. I mean. Yeah. into great detail yeah it's a great resource so uh shout out to them and we'll, we'll make sure it's out there for folks but yes commissioners yeah um city administration officials those are the folks you want to talk to and then obviously probably most importantly the residents and stakeholders of the areas that true are in question especially if you need some support or yes. you need some people to get involved in order for you to do it yes and also to know that it's very rare that people de-annex from a city sure so mm-hmm. very rare yeah if you get some q a's uh site that i found pretty helpful was the ohio state bar association sam hooked me up with that mm-hmm. it's ohiobar.org but if you go to check it out and you're you're not from ohio just go check out that site and you'll be able to find almost a verbatim site for your state yeah that's exactly like that that's got a, a good q a uh to give you kind of a a bird's eye view if you will of, of what your state laws and regulations are for yeah. annexation so all right uh, that's going to do it for today's show. If you'd like more info, check us out, um, mytownhustle.com. Uh, if you've got any questions, feedbacks, or topics, uh, hit us up, support at mytownhustle.com. And as always, if you have not reviewed our show, do it. Do it. We love five-star reviews. We're big fans. Not We don't like the one-stars. We like no. the five stars. Um, but that's that's going to do it for us today, and uh, we will see everybody next time. Thank you for listening to My Town Hustle. We would greatly appreciate it if you would share our podcast with someone who you think would benefit greatly from it. But most importantly, subscribe and leave us a rating and review on iTunes, Spotify, or whichever platform you consume your podcasts. It would mean the world to us. Until next time, folks, thanks for listening. We stop dancing and begin